You are now listening to Ego Pyramid. Hello everyone, this is Isaiah, your host. Welcome back to Ego Pyramid Podcast. Today we have my gorgeous friend Chastity. <laughs> hey, hi, my name is Chastity. Um, I'm a YouTuber. My YouTube channel is Kickback Next Door. There I talk about beauty, entertainment, celebrities, books, movies, TV shows, and kind of anything else that garners my attention that week. Yeah, so today, this episode's all about her. As it should be. As it should be. <laughs> Chastity's my good friend from high school. I graduated with her. Mm-hmm. We share the same last name, so you already know. Finna get married one day. Yes, I'm going to marry her. Mr. and Mrs. Joseph. Yes, and I'm, I'm getting my last name. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so today we're going to talk about Chastity's upcoming success on YouTube and... Why TikTok is such a terrible place to be. A horrible place. A cesspool, if you will. <laughs> so, what's up, Chastity? Um, I'm doing really good. Like, I just posted a video this week. I'm getting a lot of good responses from that. So, like, I'm already, like, on a high. Do you want to, like, talk about, like, how I started my channel? That's a good question. How did you start your channel? <laughs> okay, so, like, I... Because we're at that age where, like, being a YouTuber... Like, at first, being a YouTuber wasn't a thing. But people were making channels like Kingsley, unfortunately, Shane Dawson, and, like, people like that. So, like, I grew up watching... Because my biggest inspiration is Kingsley. Mm-hmm. Like, he was kind of doing the commentary stuff before commentary YouTube was a thing. And, like, there are some old, now thankfully deleted videos of me when I was, like, 12 years old trying to start a YouTube <laughs> channel. Thank God I deleted them. But, like, I've always been interested because I... as I feel like people who don't know me think I'm very, like, shy and quiet. Mm -hmm. But, like, I talk a lot. Like, I talk a little too much. And I have a lot of opinions. And so I've always kind of wanted to do something like this of me, like, giving my thoughts and opinions on things and, like, delving deep into stuff. And then, actually, September of last year, my mom had gotten me an iPad as, like, a thank you for, like, you know, helping my brother with school and stuff like that. And I was just like, okay. This is, like, a decent camera. Mm. I can edit on it. Let me start my YouTube channel. Yo, that's that's, that's pretty cool. I had to, like, change my name. Because originally my name was Little Introvert. Little Introvert? Yeah. Where did that name come from? Uzi. Of course. I was, like, I used to be, like, the biggest Uzi fan. And Kid Back Next Door, I'm, like, a huge Party Next Door fan. But, like, I was, like, Little Introvert, I can't get an ad anywhere with that. Mm-hmm. So I was just thinking about the idea of, like, branding. Because I feel like that's always important that even if you're still small, you should always be thinking about branding. Because you never know on, like, the internet what's going to pop and what could really be something that catapults you. Mm-hmm. So I was like, Kickback Next Door is very marketable. I I can I have ads for everything marketable, with it. Marketable, simple. And, like, it's memorable because nice you know Party it. Next Door. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, so I was like, cool, I'm going to, like, rename myself Kickback Next Door. And then, like, I made my very first video, which which was actually about this, like, Netflix, like, short about um, Latasha? Latasha. She was a young girl who, like, she was before the Rodney King riots. She was murdered by an Asian, like, convenience store clerk. And then, like, that woman got, like, probation. I heard about that, yeah. Yeah. So, I remember I watched that, and I was so, like, heavily compelled by it. Mm -hmm. And I was like... 
this is what I want to make my first YouTube video about. I completely forgot some of my friends were subscribed to my channel. So they hit me up about the video. I was like, what you talking about? What video? I was just trying to like post and like keep quiet. And so I was like grinding for a while, making like videos on things that like I cared about. And I was like slowly, like really slowly, like I went from like five to like 10 to like 15 to like 40. And then- That's good numbers to be honest. You know, yeah. For like having nothing. Especially from starting off. That's real good numbers. You know, but like it still wasn't much. I was getting like 20 views a video and I was just like, I remember my first video that got like 80 views and I lost my mind. <laughs> Dude, when I when I saw six uh, listens on my podcast, when I you, started crying. <laughs> just anything above normal just feels good. Exactly, it feels like an accomplishment. And it was my Eva Longoria video when she was like talking about the election and she said like Biden won because of Latino women. And the, I was like, hey, who? Women? <laughs> I'm like, especially in the South with Stacey Abrams doing all of that work to turn a red state blue. You lost your mind. You lost your mind. And I remember I made that video and that video was like had 80 something views. And I remember I was on phone with Jessica. I was like, my view has 80 views. I was so proud. And I thought like that was gonna be like my biggest accomplishment of the year. Until like the smoky glow, um, Angelica all situation happened. I made my first like 40 minute video, like breaking down like Angelica's first her, her response to it. And then the next day I had did um, Smokey Glow's response back to back. And I remember like, I had got like in the first night, like 400 views. And I was like constantly on my YouTube creator page, like refreshing and seeing new views and seeing comments. And I was like, yo, my videos like, it's doing like so good. And like, then I did the second video and then that one like also immediately, cause I can, you can always tell. Yeah, the how consistency about people quick. just. Because I, I, at that point, I knew, yeah. like, how many views I would get in an hour. At that point, I had down to a science. So when I, in the first hour, had, like, 30, I was like, oh, it's moving. Like, mm -hmm. it's really doing rounds. And, like, I have so many comments in that video, in those two videos alone, of people being so supportive of me, of people really saying that they like... Because I do try to be fair in my videos. That is the thing I do try to do is to show both sides the best I can. Mm -hmm. Because I don't wanna be a YouTuber that just like, my subscribers just like blindly follow me. Mm -hmm. I have no problem with people having a difference of opinion as long as you're respectful. Cause my comment section is a dictatorship. So if you come at me sideways, you gotta get out of here, I'm sorry. But like if you're respectful and like that was, nice i had like respectful discourse in my comments mm -hmm. i had people who were really nice people who said they liked my voice the weirdos like it was just like i still get like comments on those videos to this day like people are still like watching them and like that those two videos were my first two videos to hit like a thousand views and i like i couldn't believe it because i think at that time i definitely had under 500 like subscribers so to have that many views in that little like subscribers like, i couldn't believe it and then like i do remember like the videos i following not doing as good and being like damn but also like something i've learned in my short time of doing youtube is balancing the videos that i know are going to get me views mm -hmm. and get me engagement and then making videos about the shit i care about 
So where do you where do you get most of your topics from? I get most of my topics from Twitter. Of course. Of course, the home of Discord. I love and hate um Twitter. Yes, it's a love and hate relationship for me as well. It's like sometimes I have some of my best time on Twitter, and then other times I'm calling people nignogs. Like it's really not. It's like healthy. That it feels slightly kidnappish if you let me tell the story, because like I get on Twitter and I'm like, that's enough. I've been here long enough. But yeah, usually like I see what's trending. But again, I only try to talk, even though I do talk about things that are popular, I only talk about the popular things I care about. Because I'm unfortunately a person who like, you can tell when I don't care. My face says it all, the sound of my voice says it all, so I can't fake something. I can't fake being, I can't fake caring about something. Uh-huh. So I, that's why I say like in anything that I that garners my attention, like it's serious. Like if it does not make me feel any type of way I'm not gonna talk about it and I can't talk about it so like again it's balancing the need to like you have to talk about trending topics if you want to make internet content Mm -hmm. you have to talk about what's popping you have to talk about like what's you know trending right now because if you don't talk about what's trending you're not gonna get any views but also, it's important to talk about the shit you care about because if you don't, you're gonna get burnout. That is how you get burnout. If you're consistently just talking and doing things you don't actually want to do, uh-huh. that's gonna run you ragged. Yeah. So I try to do both. I have the videos that I know are gonna get me views, and then I have the videos that I know are not gonna do that well, but I don't care. Those are my favorite videos. Like, honestly, if you look at my channel, the stuff that probably. The stuff that has thumbnails. Anything pre-thumbnail, we don't talk about those videos. Those were like, I was learning how to edit. I was, oof, those are dark times. I didn't have intros or outros. Those are, you know, trial and error videos. That's how how it all starts out when it comes to content creating, especially on YouTube. But you slowly learn Mm -hmm. from watching other people's videos. Because I had no idea how to edit. I never edited a video in my life until my first one. Sometimes you just throw in the video raw, Mm -hmm. no edits, and people just have to deal with it. Yeah. It'd be like that. But I've learned a lot. My editing has gotten so much better. Mm -hmm. Way more smoother. Again, now I have an intro and outro. I actually spent money on my intro. I actually did a little bit of money so I can have music. Yeah. Like 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 you gave someone... What I use to like, I use the same website I use to make my um, thumbnails. And y'all go stop slandering Canvas. Canvas does not deserve the slander it gets. It's so easy to use for people who don't know what they're doing. I remember Canvas. Listen, but like, if you know how to make it, you. Because the issue is people pick the first thing they see. Mm-hmm. You got kind of Canvas something you gotta like scroll for a while, and then you find something. But I will not. No back talk. Canvas is great for those of us who don't know what we're doing. That's where your new intro came from, right? Yes, I've been oh, on yeah. Canvas. It's and nice. Then, it's really nice. Thank you. I feel like, like a lot of YouTubers use Canvas as well. I feel like you have to. I feel like it's nice, simple uh, it's intros simple. and outros. Yeah, it's easy when you don't know what you're doing. Like you don't have a editor, you don't have someone to do this stuff for you, and you're doing it for yourself. Canvas is that girl, and y'all gonna stop the slander. <laughs> Wait, no more, no more Canvas slander. I saw it yesterday, and I was like. What's wrong with Canvas? My thumbnails be cute. <laughs> my intro is adorable. I love your intro. Right? It's so bubbly and happy. Mm-hmm. And then there's my outro and all that stuff. So I'm like, y'all not gonna take I ain't gonna take that no more. But it's been it's been fun, honestly, like doing my YouTube and like having people I recognize in the comment section 
who are here a lot i'm just like wow like you've been here for me like it's not even been that long again it'll be a year in september but at this point i have like 754 which i feel like is pretty good growth for a year yeah okay because youtube out of all of these social media platforms youtube is the hardest one to like garner an audience mm-hmm. like tiktok don't need much work twitter twitter is also hard Twitter is because difficult. the amount of people who got hit tweets, but twelve followers, me included, I have a lot of you tweets. You have a lot. You have like how many uh, hit tweets? Oh, I have like. Just if I got you counting with your fingers, you had a lot of hit like tweets. Eight, but not I've been a on the shade room before. Yeah. Oh, I saw, I saw that post. I had I tagged you in that. Bro, I was in the shade room. <laughs> like, I've had multiple hit tweets. Don't got any like followers on Twitter. And it's fine. I accepted the fact. <laughs> when I saw you on the shade room, I was like, yo, Charlie, Charlie, you on the shade room. You're like, what? My what? worst accomplishment. <laughs> I was like, no, not the place where black on black crime starts. Not me here. I was like excited because I remember like I muted the tweet and then I went back to it and I saw, bitch, you on the shade room. I'm like, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> what was that tweet about again? Was it about, I think that tweet was about Alexis Sky and someone fighting, and I was like, when I go to bed and wake up at noon, I better see the video. <laughs> Another tweet that like it went viral and then like it started getting numbers again was the my Shamir Shamik Moore, mm-hmm. the dude that was in um the Get Down, the Get Down, the one who said Rosa Parks took a taxi. Oh my god! Yeah, I had tweeted. I was just like, well, he got dragged. Yeah, man. I remember I tweeted at him how a white man dictates. And then this meme of Gabrielle Union that was like, did you get the 40 acres? Did you get the tap shoes? Does Massa love you now? That tweet did numbers. And it started doing numbers again because he's in that movie with the girl from um, Euphoria where like he's like robbing a bank and she's pregnant and he takes her with him. It's, it, ooh, it, that don't look good. That don't look good at all. But like, I have like multiple hit tweets. My pin tweet, how many does my pin, hold on. Because, like, my pin tweet... Because some people's pin tweets... Wait. I don't have Wi-Fi. That's crazy. Ah, the day I get a hit tweet... When I tell you I'm going to be happy, I'm going to... I'm going to think I'm the shit. Do you see that? My hit tweet that has, like, pinned... I have like 8.5k like retweets and like 23.7 thousand likes but I have like no followers <laughs> I have like random hit tweets I have a bunch of hit tweets I just don't got followers so it's really hard to like garner like that of following over on like Twitter Instagram's a little bit easier if you're pretty enough then you can kind of get what you want over there pretty people get things so easily yeah yeah i wish i was pretty i think you're beautiful i tried my best <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so like that's how youtube's been it's been it's been really good actually it's been like the highlight of like my week sometimes is like doing youtube videos and i'm just like i'm gonna sit here on my floor and talk and give people my unsolicited opinions, mm-hmm. and y'all gonna watch it. They, they, they love it. People yeah. love getting opinions from other people just just to, like, back theirs up. That's why. Uh-huh. And I think, like, especially, like, I'm in the unique space of being, like, a young black girl. Mm-hmm. There is not a lot of us on YouTube yep. at all, especially yeah. in, like, the commentary sphere. 
I feel like there's not many like black female commentary YouTubers. Mm-hmm. There's more like you like again. I feel like because normally in each like sphere of YouTube, you can name like two or three like black people at the top. You can't really do that with like commentary YouTube. I think maybe it's Petty Page, and I don't particularly like her very much. But I don't like most people with British accents. I got beef niggas with British accents. Some don't feel <laughs> right. There's a YouTube page called Petty Page. Yeah. Really. She does. She does like gossip and commentary and yeah. drama videos. Again, it's just British accents are really like brash, and hers is brash, so I don't like it. But it's like the mixture of like like an like an African British accent, yeah, or like Caribbean British. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I like it, sometimes I don't. But there's not really many like black content creators who are doing well in this sphere. So like I think I come with that that there's not many of us. So mm-hmm. like that's an interesting thing. And also I feel like people appreciate my honesty. Oh yeah. You're brutally honest. You know? Brutally honest. I be dragging bitches on my channel. It'd be so fun. I've dragged some walking like twice now and will continue to. I read some of your TikTok uh your TikTok comments one of your videos before when you was talking about the uh Talking about the the makeup makeup industries and not creating like shades yeah. for you know Cause, like, women of color. My like TikTok, I do have a TikTok unfortunately because I'm like I have to have multiple social media. That's how you grow. Yeah, you have to you have to like grasp yeah just to yeah. broaden your. Uh, so thing, I made yeah. a TikTok. At first, I didn't know what I was doing. I was like doing like makeup videos, like I was doing my own makeup, and then I was like doing videos of me talking about anime because I mean, what else did I talk about but anime and K dramas. And then... K-dramas are so good. K-dramas are so good. I finished a whole movie series. I wish <laughs> the episodes would not be 57 minutes long, but you know, you move, gotta move, gotta move past it. Because sometimes dumb episodes you be just, lengthy, be movies. Out. Like you just dragged out sometimes? Yes. Really? Sometimes. Sometimes. But... And then <clears throat> I started doing anti-hauls because I noticed, like... No one was really doing them consistently. Mm-hmm. Like there are people do anti hauling stuff, but there wasn't like a consistent thing. I started doing it, and I started like getting numbers. So what exactly is anti hauls? Anti hauls, which it was actually created by this one YouTuber, which was basically to curb this idea that society has that she needs to buy, 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 spend, spend, spend. Mm-hmm. And so anti hauls is just talking about makeup and being like, you don't actually need this. Like, there's some stuff you really don't need in makeup, and then also to kind of, like, critique makeup. Now, this is a very, um, probably one of the worst spheres to be in, because makeup brands got shooters. People go hard for these companies who don't care about them. Mm-hmm. Okay, they're specific. Like, I would never talk bad about Glossier. Um, at one point, you couldn't talk bad about um, Anastasia Beverly, Beverly Hills or ABH. Now it's gone down, so now you can talk as much shit as you want. <laughs> but there's like, can't talk shit about Fenty. Oh, the girlies will find you Fenty's behind like some Fenty. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Rihanna has too many fans. Unless it's the eyeshadows. You can drag the Fenty eyeshadows because they boo boo butt cheeks. They're terrible. <laughs> They're not terrible, but it's like, like, that's another thing about makeup. It's thinking about how much something costs versus the quality. Mm-hmm. And her eyeshadows are not worth the price. They're not. Don't they run for like thirty bucks? Yeah, and that's not. It. I remember when we that's was walking a fifteen dollar eyeshadow. We was walking through Sephora, and you were just telling me about that. I'm like thirty bucks for this little bit of eyeshadow. Yeah. Oh no. Mm-hmm. I also have a very heavy uh, eyeshadow collection. It's continu- continually growing. <laughs> I, oh god. But yeah, 
I so it is hard to sometimes do that because there are people who get very upset with me um the last time I was talking about oh Colourpop is another brand that has shooters for absolutely no reason Colourpop does not deserve shooters but it's but because it works so well for white girls they go up for Colourpop Colourpop has an issue with um hating dark-skinned people that is the nicest way I could put it um Colourpop is allergic to darkies right so like they have blushes that don't show up they got bronzers that can't bronze me they have like eyeshadows that like okay so how like eyeshadow would work is you'd have your crease shade and then you'd have your deepening shade ColourPop the deepening shade for white girls is my crease shade and I refuse to like put because you could put like um, white on your eyes and so then you have like a completely clear canvas to do makeup I don't feel like I should have to make myself white mm -hmm. to use something <laughs> but so I drag Colourpop quite a bit and I've had white girls I got called you people one time that was an experience I was just like just call me a monkey it just would be better but people did hop in my comments and like they dragged her and I was like thank you because what was that uh, like a fan base like, makeup stands are delusional. They are actually very crazy because, again, it's having an allegiance to a corporation. They don't care about you, but you love it so much. That is, mm -hmm. It's very strange. You just care about your money and yes. how much you're spending. And it's just, like, dealing with that has been an experience, but I've definitely been able to, like, grow on TikTok a little bit. Because it is much easier to, like, grow on TikTok. Because I already have over a 1,000. I have, like, 1,600 mm -hmm. on TikTok. And I only post, like, two to three videos a week. And that's only on Fridays. So I'm not, like, super, super consistent. But I've had, had situations where people, I guess... Because TikTok is weird. Sometimes they'll show you from the people that you follow. Sometimes they don't. And they'll be like, yo, I thought you didn't post today. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Not people, too excited. People keeping tabs on you. Yeah. You have to post. What are you doing? I was like, I really appreciate that. I'm thinking about, like, because I have the ability to go on live now. Because I I didn't know people go on live on TikTok until mm -hmm. you get over a thousand. I was like, how do y'all go on live? And I was like, I hit a thousand. I was like, oh, I can do lives now. I haven't started that yet. Because. So once you get a specific number. Yeah, once you get a thousand on TikTok, you can do lives. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking about in coming months, maybe like going live the same day as I post my videos and to like have like a little powwow about what has been talked about in my anti halls. Mm -hmm. I might I don't know, I haven't decided yet. Cause usually I film the day before and then post so I don't usually have any makeup on. And I'm like, do I wanna put on makeup and get on this camera? I don't know, because usually by the end of the week I'm kinda tired. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. That's pretty cool. So they so like, is there like a thousand followers? Yeah. Wow. So, that's not opening. That's not open for every, for everybody. No, because I've I was always so confused when I saw people go on live and like I would like be fiddling with TikTok. I'm like, how do I do that? And like, there is no way. But when you get over a thousand, yeah. and when you go to view, like where you go to like um, film your TikToks, there's the sixty seconds, thirty seconds, the other thing, and then live. So they just give you. Because they yeah. know that you're going to have a huge upbringing, so mm -hmm. that's why. I also got, like, a wow. access to being able to, like, post three-minute videos. Mm -hmm. Three minutes? Yeah. I, I got early access to that. <laughs> Which, for my content, it is good to have <clears throat> three minutes to make anti-hauls. 
so I could talk about all of it in one TikTok instead of like breaking up yeah. multiple ones. So I am really happy, but like right now I can't like film the montage, but I can like upload a video that's three minutes long. Mm-hmm. I want it to be so I can film it on TikTok for three minutes, but I'm still really happy like I was given like early access to that because I was I didn't even realize I got that until like I happened because again I clock in TikTok and that clock right back out. I don't hang around over there. Too many children. Listen, I don't hang out with kids. Too many children. Y'all, because how many TikTokers are accused of sexual assault? Uh-uh. That's not going to be me. Too many of y'all. Too many of y'all. So I clock in. I clock out. And I went, because I didn't post two weeks ago. I didn't. I was lazy. And then so I hadn't checked. And then when I went back to go look, I got a comment. I saw early access to uploading three minutes videos. And I was like, ooh, me? And that's Thank also you. for like specific people too, right? Yeah. It was an early access thing. Well, and next, I was like, next thing you know, you're going to get verified. I can only dream. I won't get verified so bad. I feel like you're going to get verified. I hope. I feel like as long as I keep doing what I'm doing on like all my social media, mm-hmm. I think. Is your social media standing on Instagram? Like, getting, no. No? It's not, it's well, not getting I actually, I have had like some subscribers like find my like Instagram. I've had a couple people like DM me. Mm-hmm. One girl, because I made a video about this TikToker who like she sexually assaulted her boyfriend. Allegedly. 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 <laughs> I just need that to know. It's all alleged. And there was a video for doing it. It's alleged, you know, video and all. It's alleged. <laughs> <laughs> and a girl had like slid in my DM. I'm not gonna talk too much into it because it's very personal about mm-hmm. just she really appreciated me talking about it because she herself is a sexual assault survivor. And like that really like got to me. I'm a very emotional person. So to have someone come into my like DMs and was like, I appreciate what you're doing and how fairly you talk about stuff like this and just like like, that just gives you the motivation to make more videos. Uh-huh. It really does. It really... That's why I love people who comment. Like, I didn't realize how important, like, commenting was until I had a channel. Especially such a small channel. Like, it's really important when it comes to, like, supporting smaller creators, interacting with them. Like, subscribing is cool, but it's, like, the liking, the commenting, the sharing. That does really, like, not just help, like, engagement, but just them as a person. Because, like, I really just be like, wow. I be having a bad day. I'm like, let me go look at my comments. Because someone's really positive going to be over there. And it is. And it's like, oh, gang. See, I wish I wish that was like for me. But, you know. You're still growing. I'm still growing. I appreciate that. And I still appreciate the people who, like, you know, they share my stuff. They actually take the time to listen. Mm-hmm. You know? Even though, like, the last week we only got four <laughs> view, four listens. Like, come on, guys. Four listens. You already know I'm going to support this. You rate, I rate this. Your very first episode, my my YouTube video, I really was like, what? Listen to my friend's podcast. I linked I, it in everything. I felt like a lot of your followers actually took the time to listen to that. And some of them actually commented on it. I'm like, bro, you did not have to do this. They commented, really? You're like, oh, I, oh, came from kicks back. And I'm like, <laughs> no way. I'm like, yo, Chastity, you really... Because I, I, I kept spamming you, yo, Chastity, I love you. You're a fucking goat. Oh, that was my yes. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to y'all from the kickback. We got to give you guys a name. You guys are yeah. like, you guys are already a cult in the making, so. No, we're not a cult. <laughs> Thank you guys a name. We're not a cult. Party Crashers. Let <laughs> me stop. <laughs> what in the justice? Party Crashers. I don't know. It's something. Oh my god! But yeah, that that was, that was really good. I was I was so happy for that whole week. Yo, shout out to my subscribers, y'all real one. Wait, I have influence, dude. Like, Where are my sponsorships? Uh, you're like you're like the queen bee right now. Oh wow, that's crazy! Wow, mm-hmm. I didn't know they were commenting. 
have have you got any like emails of sponsors or anything? Not like yet, that? but I do have like a business email now. Dude, I feel like a lot of a lot of makeup uh, yeah. sponsors might come to you. I hope so because my makeup might listen. That's another thing people come for. Cause I get so many comments about my makeup, uh-huh. and I'm like, thank you, because I spent an hour doing this. And I appreciate. <laughs> This month, actually, because it's Pride Month, I'm doing different eye looks inspired by Pride flags. Nice. So I've done the bi flag. I've done the regular um, Pride flag. I've done the um, polyamory polyamory flag, and then I've done the intersex flag. They're all they're all like different colors. Right? Mm-hmm. That's that's cool. I, I've seen because I was playing this game called Paladins, and they gave like free uh free like. Like icons, mm-hmm. it was all different kind of flags. Yeah, like I like games. So many. I love games that support that, mm-hmm. like Apex and everything. They support okay. the LGBT. I'm about to like out myself real quick. I played the Kim Kardashian game, the mobile game. I got back into it because locked in the house, and I'm like, wait. I fear serve. I fear because it stole stardom but made it better. Really? Yes, because the skin tones are terrible on Stardom. I actually have a girl who's like my skin color. Yeah. yeah like I, in I, a Kim Kardashian game? Mm-hmm. Like, black girls in the Kim Kardashian game looks really pretty. Black girls in the Stardom game look like slaves. So anyways. <laughs> Stardom games are... Is, is Stardom is game, the right? original game where it's like oh. you play uh, like a celebrity, like upcoming celebrity, and you kind of do acting stuff you do modeling gigs and you like build a fan base until like mm-hmm. you're number one kim kardashian i guess like because like like britney spears has one like that the same premise kim has one kylie has kylie and kendall have one other people have games like that hers is the best unfortunately i fear i'm so sorry i don't spend any money in the game so i feel like that's like that's me being rebellious i don't spend any money now, some of the girls coins down in that game. It scares me. I don't know. I don't know how people can do that. But I do play the game, and like in the beginning of the month, they gave us like a whole bunch of pride flags, and then like all around LA, there's like different like things with different pride flags on them and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I'm like, I really enjoy that they got it all pretty and ready for pride. But yeah, sorry, I had to out myself because that game is a serve. I'm sorry. Yes, you invested time in that game. Yeah, I'm on level like 29. And that's a game where, like, it takes time. To level up. Mm-hmm. Once you get past a certain point, because then you're doing eight-hour events. And they, they, they don't give you enough energy to do an eight-hour event in one go. So, like... So you have to keep checking back mm-hmm. while your thing refills and like, everything? Especially, like, and for, like, you want more energy, but more energy takes more time to refill. It's That's the scam. But it's fun. Especially, like, the one of the missions I had, my manager, like... Is came out to being a drag queen, and so like I got to like get them ready for that and have them like go around town doing drag shows and stuff like that. And I was like, you see how I can't even hate the game like that? <laughs> it be it's giving me what I need. Like especially for Pride Month, it's giving me what I need. But anyways, how did we get here? We was talking. We're about, talking about, we're my, talking about your, your my makeup. makeup. Yep. My makeup. Sorry. <laughs> tangent. Weird tangent of snitching on myself. But yeah, this month I'm definitely, I said it in my videos so I can hold myself to it because I'm lazy. I do get lazy. So like, but this month, and that probably like towards the end of the month, I'm probably going to post on Instagram all my eye looks with the flags next to them. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be like my pride thing for the month. But yeah, I just decided to like do that. I was just like, 
I'm gonna do that because there's so many flags and so many different color schemes. So I'm like, I can do so much ma makeup with it. That's what I'm doing this month. It's been fun. People have really liked my eyelids, but people always like my makeup. Yeah. Because I'm, listen, my makeup skills. I'm not a makeup YouTuber. They're, they're improving a lot. But, yes. yes. Because, like, pre, like, Panasonic, I had no idea how to do my makeup. Like, I could do, like, foundation and stuff like that, but, like, I never, like, done eyeshadow before. And then I bought a ColourPop palette, lied to myself that it was good. Um, <laughs> then I actually bought a good palette. And then I started practicing more. I like would like try to recreate other people's eye looks so I could practice. I watched every time I bought a new palette, I would watch like videos of people doing it and then I would like do it myself. And I've been building up my skills, which is why like my makeup looks as good as it does now. D doing a lot of practices being locked in the house. Cause my eye makeup from like January, don't even touch what I'm doing today. I'm proud of that. It's a lot of hard work, spent a lot of money. Okay, spent a lot of money on makeup. But it's worth it. Yeah, you have a lot of freaking makeup palettes. Yeah, a lot. A lot. I want more. I remember that huge one I got for your birthday. Yeah, the Pat McGrath one. Was that like your favorite one? Yes. Is it? Do you? This is still like you know. I use it. The shimmers are amazing. I used that one with like this new palette I got. I got this palette. It's it's a big palette. I think it has like thirty nine shades in it, but that has more mattes in it. Mm -hmm. And so like I use the two together. That's my favorite. That palette, they fucked up, and they sent me two. Oh, yeah, you told me that, yeah. Yeah, because one of the mirrors came broken. And then the second one, that mirror is not broken, and they gave me an extra gift. But then two of the highlights were cracked. But it was fine. It was a really light one, so I couldn't use them anyways. You got one for free, though. I got something for free, and then like I'm going to give the, the palette to one of my friends. But I'm sure you, can, you have a lot of mirrors, so I'm guessing just cracked mirrors. Just... Yeah. And what I took, so sometimes makeup will come with like a little clear thing. I just take that to the mirror, mm -hmm. so then I won't cut myself. Cause I was, I didn't want, I didn't want to give my friend a cracked mirror, mm -hmm. so I was like, I'll keep the cracked mirror one. Cause like the palette itself is fine. The palette's not come cracked. It's a beautiful palette. It's a rainbow palette, and I told myself, you know, don't get big palettes. Big palettes are like a waste. But I'm like, but look at all these colors. <laughs> colors of the a lot of options that you need exactly yeah. and it's been helping with doing the pride looks that's pretty cool i can't wait to see those mm -hmm. i'm excited look out for those everybody yes please look out for those i will shout your instagram out on here too thank you we'll gain your instagram follow base because i feel like everything starts off on instagram sometimes because mm -hmm. once that once that gets big, you're big yeah now that i have my my youtube when i get a hit tweet you best believe i'm right under there you'll watch the channel <laughs> i think i oh nigga shot dragged me about behind quavo quavo mm -hmm. about the the choking um sweet thing oh when they had that yeah that fight in the unfortunately people can't read so like the tweet had less to do about quavo and more about people saying domestic abuse is normal in relationships but rap fans can't read very interesting a very lyrical based genre no one can read not fan wise because i was like i literally said people are defending quavo by saying it's perfectly normal to put your hands on your like partner and it's not giving what you're giving so the main idea of that tweet is putting hands listen english teachers wasted their times you did tell me men can't read I, listen <laughs> i literally i say this all the time men cannot read <laughs> And like it's not a drag, it's the truth. Because like when you 
or texting or like things involve reading and like I don't know if it's can't read or just purposely obtuse but y'all dumb and that's why I don't argue with people because I'm just like what did you because sometimes like seeing people argue with men and seeing men completely disregard everything said yeah it, it, <laughs> it'd be like that sometimes when I when I argue against someone under an Instagram comment I'm oh, like did you just ignore everything I just said everything it's like so why are we doing this and he wasn't even going they said too many words like but yeah oh yeah the Quavo fans try to drag me they try to drag me they tried but that's like that was my fault for interacting with rap fans the dumbest thing you can do on twitter is like dude interact with rap fans nba young boy fans are the dumbest niggas on earth i'm just saying like 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 i i, I enjoy his music some of his music yeah but like the, the fan base the following there's a bunch of people with density the for him what you expect they're fucking idiots they idiots i i don't like listen rap twitter is accessible and you should just stay away from I, it. I, I stay away from rap Twitter. I'm mostly art Twitter. I'm like stan Twitter adjacent. I follow a lot of people who are slightly in stan Twitter, but I don't follow people who are full-fledged stans because those are children. Again, I don't associate with kids. <laughs> I won't. I physically won't. But like, I'm like, because I do follow like, you know how you can follow like topics on Twitter? Yeah. I do follow some specific stan topics for the people I love. Um... I'm a listen. I'm like a like not a diehard K-pop fan, but like I like the groups I like, and I stand the groups I stand, and I will slap you. No back talk. Don't disrespect my people. Fuck. They were listen. They be working them people. <clears throat> no, no K-pop people don't sleep. Dude, I I heard one K-pop artist is going to jail for two prison for two years just by having weed on him. Yeah, because you're not supposed. To, no weed is not legal in um, any parts of Asia. I think. Yikes. It's an actual crime. Like. They're not mm, mm. two years. It's very like weed is very serious over there. Like, it's a very serious offense. Mm-hmm. And it's very crazy to me, but like I, Asia is the way Asia is, so I'm not too 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 surprised. Two goddamn years for a small, small amount of weed. That's really just how Asia is. It's weird because like I've seen stuff of like people who have like. They have this like law that like if you are drunk and you uh, like sexually assault somebody, you are not held liable for what you did because you were under the influence. That's fucking crazy. I cannot believe that that's a thing that can happen, but it is. Remember that that Vice documentary we was watching about how uh, the K-pop industry is? Yeah. Monster X is in that one. I stand Monster X. Stand Monster X. Stream gambler. I'm I'm waiting for the day they're actually free. Listen, I know like they've stopped like the well, I don't know if they've all stopped slave contracts. Mm-hmm. But now it's just like a seven year contract after year seven. Really? Yeah. Still long though. Mm-hmm. I know BTS but, is very like they're very like they're they're always in like the United States. Yeah. They're very like involved in uh, mm-hmm. music in the United they've, States. They've crossed over pretty well. I don't like when people try to like disrespect like the second gen like K-pop groups that have laid the groundwork for these new generation of K-pop 
starts to cross over so seamlessly. Mm -hmm. I know people are like, no, they did. I feel like people don't understand that two things can be true. Your person could have worked very hard, but they were given a slight. Cause I think when people hear the words like easier time, people associate that with that person not working hard. Mm -hmm. And that's not the case. The thing is doors don't just magically open. Mm -hmm. So there are people who kind of do the groundwork like Big Bang, like, um, 21, like, um, Wonder Girls, who, like, they took the bullets at first, they took the criticism, they're the first ones to kind of, like, cross over and do it pretty well, and have the warm reception of Western audiences, and because there was that there, people were more willing to ingest what, um, like, BTS was doing. I'm gonna get dragged for this, too. Ooh, I'm gonna call monkey when this comes out. I am not excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> the racial slurs but it's true I feel like no I think people believe that you're trying to like discredit BTS when you do that and it's like no it's just like you're discrediting these other people for what the work they did because like when I think of K-pop I used to think of like the Wonder Girls and cause I vividly remember do you remember that stage of like um, Nickelodeon when Nick Cannon had took over and he was trying to integrate music mm -hmm. into it he played a video with the Wonder Girls and Big Bang. And that was the very first time I had seen a K-pop music video. And I, I remember, oh, was it Girls' Generation? No, it was Wonder Girls. And I remember it so clearly because that was the very first time I had ever been exposed to like K-pop. <laughs> had no idea what it was, but I liked it. It was pretty, it was colorful. And it's just like, it's stuff like that that has helped bts as well and again there's no one saying that bts has not worked hard no one is saying that but you have to understand that these other people have also worked very hard to kind of bridge the gap because to act like there was no k-pop american crossover is disrespectful to the people that came before them yeah because the genre also blew up so it gave other k-pop like boy bands and girl bands a chance to like you know gain a following yeah yeah that's, that's pretty good pretty good i just i don't feel like either side is right or wrong mm -hmm. i just think everybody is sensitive really sensitive yeah we're, people are very sensitive nowadays about topics like this yeah because unfortunately because a lot of people are young and this is unfortunately their personality mm -hmm. and when something is your personality and you feel like someone's attacking it it feels like a personal attack so they will retaliate. Yeah. yeah. But the retaliation of K-pop fans is always oh, disgusting. The amount of black girls that have been doxxed, you know, people who got harassed. It's, it's really the, the racism, the racial slurs. It's a lot for music. My friend Q, he said one small thing about some, something about K-pop. He said something about K-pop. Make sure you know he went to sleep. He took a nap. He, yep. he texted me. Um, Isaiah... I need help. I'm like, help for what? He's like, go on Twitter. I'm like, Jesus fucking mm -hmm. Christ, Q, what did you do? He's like, I, I've, 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 I've woken the beast. I'm like, Q, delete this now. Like, it's really terrifying. It's like they, they found his IP address. and oh. He had to get a new phone. I think he had to get a new phone. I don't think he had to get a new phone, but they, 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 were, har they were harassing yes. this dude for a couple of minutes. It's really a scary. A couple weeks, probably. It's, it's really scary. It's really... <sighs> Really terrifying. This is why I, I see things. I just look at them. I talk behind my phone. Mm -hmm. and I don't say a single word. Cause I be seeing stuff 
and I'm like, I'll just draft a tweet to get the feelings out. Right. And like, ooh, no, I know better. I know better than to interact with K-pop. Also, there's like the language barrier because there is a lot of people speaking English, but a lot of them are not native English speakers. Mm-hmm. Speakers, and unfortunately, sarcasm is a very like English thing. So it doesn't quite go over well with people Many who, would not understand. Yes. Many will take it the wrong way. Yeah. That's why sometimes I'd be, like, really wanting to make, like, K-pop tweets. But I'm like, let the wrong 12-year-old find this tweet. And it's over for my life. My YouTube career ending before it even starts. K-pop fans are... They're, what do Monster X fans call themselves? Mom, baby. That is a developing cult. That that, that, sure is, is. that is that is a cult now. Sure is. That's insane. And I'm right there. And you're proud. And you're proud mm-hmm. to say that. Because the music's I'm, good. I'm, I'm okay, no. Because I agree the music is good. Yes, cultural appropriation. But if you make it a bop, I can't be upset. Yes, I at least make good music. I appreciate. If that. you go still make it good, and one day I'm gonna get someone's gonna use this clip against me one day, and I'm gonna stick by it too. A bop's a bop. <laughs> I simply can't say this song not good, right? But like. I love Moss X music. I there's just I think I like them so much because they have probably some of the best rappers in K pop as well as the most like you hear Juhan, you hear I am, you know it when you hear them. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of other K pop rappers you could interchange them. Now, the kings of cultural appropriation is NCT. I'm gonna get dragged for that too. But but you can't really drag me when it's like if you look at the credits, it's black people writing the music. Mm-hmm. They have they have a uh, ghostwriters. Uh huh. Yeah, a lot a lot of black people uh, write for SM. Probably probably has the most black people of all, all the K-pop industry who writes for them. I know a lot of black people who write music for SM, right? And a lot of it goes to um, and the variety of NCTs, right? But they do it so goddamn well. There's a song called Baby Don't Stop, and I can hear the nigga in it, and I'm like, <laughs> this shit slap. <laughs> it's something, because nigga, y'all niggas love the whispering songs. You know we do. A good whisper on a track, I was like, this song go. This song kind of go. And I can't even be upset about it. <laughs> but that's it. I don't really listen to it. Like, it's Moss X, NCT, and then it's like, um, ATs. Other than that, I don't pay attention. Like, I don't listen to K-pop like how K-pop fans do, where it's like you have your one group, and that's the only people you stream now. No, I, I remember going to a black, uh, black Pink concert at Prudential Listen, Center in New York. I bet got your life. I'm not gonna lie to you, that shit was hard. Yes! <laughs> that shit was hard. Listen, they put a lot of hard work into it, and it shows. Oh, it shows. It shows. The fans coming from New York, it was insane. Mm-hmm. I was supposed to go to a Monster X concert as well as go to KCON last year, mm-hmm. but of course the the perpendicular stopped me, and I was forever upset. I wanted to go to KCON because then you could see multiple groups. I was so excited to go to KCON, and then it was just like, Nah, girl, we all dying out here. I'm like, Okay. Yep. Yeah. And this year it was like virtual, and I'm not paying to some virtual. I- I'm simply not. <sighs> I'm not doing a virtual concert. I'm, I'm vaccinated, therefore I can go where I want to go. So, <laughs> virtual concert for what? I got my 5G. Now, let me go to my concerts. With the 5G. Microchip inside. It's connected. <laughs> it, it took a while to connect because I was still getting um, COVID um, ads. And I was like, uh, please connect so this could stop. That's it's crazy. stopped. It's connected now. I'm fully together. That's hilarious. <laughs> that is hilarious. 
I'm glad COVID is finally like letting up. It's you know it's letting up. I Slowly. wish more people got vaccinated. You see those people who were like sticking keys to their bodies, saying that like, the COVID shot gave them magnetism. Dude, <laughs> if you notice when you walked in my house, there's an there's an onion just randomly in the corner. Yeah. Well, there's an onion randomly somewhere around my house. Why? Because the virus attract because the onion attracts the virus. That's what my mom and dad said. And I'm looking at her, so you're gonna spend 69 cents on a on, on an onion just so COVID can go after it? Okay. Look, I, I don't know where these remedies come from. They said onions attract viruses. You know, onions also have layers. Yeah. I don't know what the layers part had to do with it, but. It, wow. I just don't. But that's very Caribbean, yeah. It's the most Caribbean thing ever. Me and my dad got the vaccine. My mom did not get the vaccine. And I'm just like, you work with kids. Get vaccinated. I mean, I feel like everyone's going to end up getting vaccinated. You sh- I'm like, way. it's, I got vaccinated. Like, I didn't really have that bad side effects. You know, I'm just built different. Can't relate to some of y'all. <laughs> I truly can't relate Dude, to some my, of y'all. The first vaccine shot I got, my arm was Okay, I, I text y'all like yo. Yeah, my arm could not move. My arm was done. Listen, it my did. So she bad. got listen the vaccine. She do got a little kickback. She she, she do bite back. She do, but like Louis was dying. I theorized because Louis had COVID and that's why. Yes. They was like, oh, we've been here before. We had COVID. We're it was not like we've been again. here before. He was he he was he was getting to it. And when he got his back, he got the first shot. It was kicking his back. It's kicking his butt. Yeah, because it was fighting off. It was fighting off the fucking. Because they walked in there like, oh, we've been here. This not new, and that's just what happens. Jeez. I was pretty good. Like after my second shot, like my arm was sore. Not as sore as the first. Not nearly as sore as the first time, but my arm was only sore yeah. for the first day. My second shot, I felt like shit. No, I was. I did the 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 post vaccine nap is so good. <laughs> it's so that sleep hit different. It, it's like your body working overtime. You slumped. It was good. That was a good sleep. <laughs> I, I, I like I went. I went to. They say always stay hydrated. You know, mm-hmm. every like every like hour, two hours. I'm waking up. Yo, why am I so fucking thirsty? Why is my mouth so dry? I'm here trying to find a bottle of water. I can't find a bottle of water. So I have to get out of bed. I'm trying to move. My my joints are hurting me. Listen, it's so interesting because, like, to move the arm hurts, but if you touch the arm, it does not hurt. Mm. Also, like, I think, like, when they gave me my shot, I felt whatever they were injecting me with go into my arm. Like, it was the needle going, oh, and then so it was the, the liquid or whatever. My mom said her friend said the same thing. Like, okay, so it's not just me. I thought it was just me. And I was like, am I weird? No, someone else felt you it. probably felt the microchip. I did. I might have. Ooh. I caught him. I caught him candy camera. Good job, Bill Gates. <laughs> that divorce. She will take that man for everything he got, and I love it. Dude. I'm excited. Take things from your rich husband. Crazy. That's that's going to be the mood. Mm-hmm. Did I heard, uh, you know, Kanye and uh, Kim split. I did. Kanye is taking this shit like it. He does not care. It... Kim, you see Kim crying and everything. Like, damn. She said now nah, she feels like a loser. I'm like, wow, so I'm guessing you were just leeching off of Kanye's success off of that, huh? I love Kanye. I will always love Kanye. I mean, she sat there when he said that he had to take 10 showers after being with um, Amber Rose, so she can take whatever he gives her. I'll never forget that. And I was just like, I wonder how many niggas had a power off of Kim anyways. Jeez. You know this is her third marriage? 
This is her third marriage? Apparently. Who was she married the first two times? That's what I don't know. Because I remember, like, Humphrey? Humphrey. Imagine dating a dude the, named Humphrey. The, the, the football player, white dude. I know Kanye. Who, when she said that, I was like, who the third marriage? Was it Ray Day? No, it wasn't. Relax. Did you know she stole money from Brandy? Brandy? Yes. The singer? Mm-hmm. No way. How? That she... Um, Brandy's mom said that, like, um, Kim used to be Brandy's assistant, and she took Brandy's credit card, ran that shit up, and, like, that's how they filled up the, the Dash stores. You remember like, when Kim and her sisters had their own little clothing store, Dash? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's where they got the clothes for that. They bought with her money. And she's all confirmed. That's what Brandy's mom said. That Allegedly. Allegedly. Nigga. What? I would have made sure Kim ain't never seen a dime in her life. Are you serious? And she Brandy was, and, and Brandy was unaware of all that? Yeah, when it was happening, she had no clue. I think that's why she fired he, her. She basically doesn't control her money, low-key. Low-key, no. You, you have that much money. Why would you have Kim Kardashian as an assistant? What did she do? I don't know. Kim, I don't know. Like, like I don't know what, like... Why are, why are they famous? What do they do? I, what does her dad do? Her dad or was her, mom her dad was the the lawyer on the um, OJ case. Oh, so her dad is a lawyer. Well, he, that's the one that trans- he's passed away. That's the one that. Oh no, no. That's not her real dad. That's not her real dad. Uh, right. Caitlyn Jenner is not was never Kim's biological father and not Kim's biological mother. That was confusing my brain. Yes, my the, I just had a brain. The wires part. crossed because <laughs> at the time they were had not transitioned. But I think only um, Kylie and Kendall are hers biologically. Uh, Caitlyn's. What does he do? Um, Caitlyn. Uh, she don't say he. She. Yes. What does she do? Uh, she is a trans republican the biggest oxymoron of the century i can't believe it trans republican yes she is a trans republican i don't get it so so she doesn't have like an actual occupation or anything i mean like when before they transitioned they were like an olympic swimmer really something athletic Cause it, it, it's kind of weird how we see all these celebrities, they're famous, they're known, but like we know the celebrities that are known for something. Mm-hmm. What are these like these background characters known they're for? They're just like social media people, you know? Social it's people who have the money and access to be around celebrities, yeah. and then they've just been able to like... Boost their standing. Yeah. I, I say this every time I go on Instagram. Every Instagram model looks exactly the same. Yeah. They go to the same doctor. I want... See, where the girl's fucked up is they're not going to Sweetie's doctor. And by Sweetie's doctor, I mean the doctor did her boobs. Not the doctor did her butt. One who did her butt did, like, everybody else's, but Sweetie's boobs look so good that, like, though I've been following her for a while, I barely realized she got a boob job. I'm tired, like, I really looked, and I was like, because fake boobs sit different. Mm-hmm. And I was like... Your doctor did a good job because, like, had me fooled, but just because I followed her for a while, I noticed the difference. Whoever did her, her boobs, um, y'all need to hire. Dr. Miami has nothing on it, huh? No. Now, everyone has, like, the same 
but with itty bitty thighs, that's always funny. The butt thigh ratio sometimes it's is hilarious. Just, it's just insane. It's you know people are saying that like um Tian Taylor has like a skinny BBO. Wasn't she like 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 right now the sexiest woman on earth? Yeah, she was the she first is, black woman to be voted so sexiest. Which I'm just like, we had Beyonce these past twenty something years and she never got voted. Nothing's evil. Beyonce. Don't, don't, don't. I will kick you in your chest. Eh. <laughs> Look, I, I'm, I'm going to always say this. Solange over Beyonce. I am in love with Solange. What the fuck happened? The maximum recording time for a segment is 60 minutes. Keep an eye on the clock. Fuck. Well, we better end it now. Oh, we better end it. We've been talking for a while about nothing. Hey. That's the point of the Ego Pyramid Podcast, guys. Thank you guys for listening. This is Chastity. Please, I'm going to put her uh, YouTube in the bio. And you guys can check her out. You guys will love what she has to say. She's a great person. She just kicked me. I sure did. Don't because... disrespect Beyonce. Don't disrespect Beyonce. I told you not to. Uh, if you're a Beyonce fan, if you're part of the Beehive. Sting. Just, <laughs> I don't, I guess. But thank you guys for listening. Can't wait to drop the episode. I'm going to edit that out. But, yep, thank you again. Bye. Bye.